Paragimel Mishnabes. Hasocher Paramechaveri, one who rents a para, an ox from his friend. So the socher is the renter. The bala para is the owner. So he rents a para from his friend, and he's paying for the rental period to have this para do work in his field. Then he goes ahead, and he lends it out without charging any money to somebody else, to the shoel. Shoel is the borrower. So bala para is the owner, socher is the renter. And then the renter, he lends it out at no cost at all to the shoel, to the borrower. And the Gemara explains that he, he, he lends it out with permission of the balapara. For example, the balapara told the socher, if you want, during your schiris, during your rental period, you can lend it out. I'm not makwa, it's okay. Because if otherwise, if he lends it out without the owner's permission, the halacha is, shomer shemusle shomer, one watchman who gave it to another watchman, who gave it to another watchman is chayev. So therefore, here the case is that he gave it to the Shoel with permission of the owner. And then Umesa Kedarka, the para died, where? By the Shoel, by the, by the borrower. Shabuka who's going to be Chayev? The Shoel is Chayev. Whereas the Socher, he's going to be Pater. So it says in the Mishnah, Yishava HaSocher, this Socher will swear to the Bala para. Shemesa Kedarka, that the para died. So now he's exempt from paying. The socher is exempt because a socher is exempt from onsim. If an unavoidable mishap happens, if an onus happens, a socher is exempt. Whereas the shoel, he is chayev because a shoel is chayev afal afal onsim. A borrower is chayev to pay even if an onus occurs. Therefore, the shoel is chayev to pay. And says the Mishnah, Yeshalim the socher. Who does the shoel pay? Does he pay the socher? Or does he pay the bala para? He pays the socher for the value of the para. Because at the time that the para died, left the rishus of its original owner, and the socher acquired it. So Amar says, How is the socher making money off of the ox of his friend? How could this be? That the socher is gaining from the value of the para that wasn't even his? Makes no sense. Rather, Biosi is going to argue, the para goes back to its original owner, meaning, the borrower, he will pay the value of the para to its owners, not to the socher. And the Rosh explains the reason of Abiyosi. It's as if the Socher lent it to the Shoel with the Shlichas, with like the, the, the messenger, as, as a messenger of the Balapara. Therefore, Yesh le Balapara, the Balapara has Dinudvarm. He can take the matter into his own hands between him and the Shoel and skip the Socher, skip the renter. And the Lacha falls like Abiyosi. So in this scenario, the Socher will swear that, uh, Socher will swear, what does he swear? He swears, to the Balapara, that it should make a doctor that it died, and therefore he's exempt, because the Socher is exempt from Onsim, and the Shoal, who's high from Onsim, will have to pay the Balapara, according to Rebiosi, who the Lacha is like. And Mishnah Gimel, Amar Lashnaim, if one fellow tells two other people, Gazalti, I, had, I, I stole, I stole from one of you a hundred bucks, but the Eniyodiyah, I don't know who it was, in any Zohar, I don't remember, was it from you? Was it from you? I don't know who I still stole it from. Or, if he tells the two people, one of your fathers, he gave me as a because of, you know, to watch, $100. And the who I don't know if it was your father or if it was your father. 
says the Mishnah, no sin lazam mana u mana. In both of these scenarios, you give this one $100 and you give the other one $100. Local echad you have to give this 100 Why? Because you admitted it on your own. They're not coming to be tovayah to claim this from you. You're coming on your own volition to be yose your chiv of yudeshimayim and you want to make sure you've got a clean slate. Hilgach knows and you got to give now a hundred to this one and a hundred to that one. Avav minhad din, but to the letter of the law, in Ochayim leads you wouldn't be obligated to give. All you got to pay really is for one hundred to one of them alone. Vehem, and then they will divide amongst themselves. Why? They're not claiming it from you. They're not being to obey it from you. So to the letter of the law, you only got to give a hundred when they're not, when they're not being to obey it. But you want to fulfill your 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 chiv deshemayim and have a clean slate. You give a hundred to each. Now, this is all when they're not being Tavea from you. However, if they both come and claim from you, and you admit, I stole from one of you a hundred, but I don't know which one. So then, each of these Tovea, each of these ones that are coming to claim, each one will swear that this fellow stole from him a hundred dollars, and then they can collect a hundred, they can each, each collect, each collect a hundred from the thief. She knas who she comes to come come pay to put a knas here fine. The Mesha Avar Allah Sigzal he transgressed the sin of stealing. Now you get this extra knas if they're both going to swear that you stole from them, even though you're saying you only stole from one, you don't know which one. If they're both swearing that you stole from from them, and they're both swearing independent of each other, so they can both collect from the gazlan. They come and claim about this because on each one says my father gave you hundred dollars to watch. The other one says, my father gave you $100 to watch. So, you don't know which one it was. So, each one of them, again, can swear that it was their father that gave you the $100 to watch. And then they can each collect $100 from you. Because you're being negligent. You should have been more careful. And remember, who gave you the money to watch? And since you don't remember, and they both are confident it was their own father, they can each take this shavuah, this oath, say it was their father that gave you the $100, and then you'd have to give $100 to each of them as per their claims.